Welcome to episode number 26 of The Witch's Haunt. If you are new here by any chance, then welcome to the podcast. Let me just introduce myself really quickly. I'm your host, Anna, aka Seer Moon. I am a Taurus, eclectic witch, avid tarot reader, and lover of all things occult. In this podcast, I share information about magic, spirituality, and life as a modern witch. Every week we unravel ancient wisdom and discover folk magic, tarot, numerology, and all things witchy. My goal is to support each other on our own sacred path. Let's dive into the mysteries of this universe together. So, oh my god, guys, I don't know. (laughs) It's been a real struggle (laughs) lately, everything, and I'm just trying to keep up with all that is. Um, I'd be really happy if you'd let me know if any of you guys wants to participate in one of the episodes and I don't mean it's gonna be something really big I mean something like um maybe you want to send in a message for example you can send messages so voice memos over um anchor or like spotify so anchor is the program by the way the program for podcasters by spotify Um, Just a little FYI, but it's possible to send me voice memos, which I would highly appreciate. And you can also do this anonymously. So if any any of you guys wants to ask me a question over a voice memo, you know, that would really help me out. I'd also really like to do an FIQ episode. So if you want to participate and you don't want to send your voice memo in, that's totally fine. You can also send me something over um, Instagram, for example. Just send me a DM uh, at The Witch's Haunt, and I'd be really happy to answer your questions. But without further ado, let's get to the episode. So, today we have something. Well, this one has been requested over on Patreon. Um... You might know I have a Patreon account where I post kind of exclusive content slash um, tarot cores and all kinds of downloads for you guys, meditation and so on. So, and I asked for ideas on topics and yeah, somebody requested that I might do a podcast episode about deity work. So Quick disclaimer, guys, I am not really an expert when it comes to this topic. So I do not practice deity work, but either ways, I don't know. It's been fascinating to just give it a try and just find out, okay, what is deity work? Kind of like a lot of people are talking about it. Maybe I should get into it. So that's what I did and I researched it. So today I want to present you a quick overview. So what it is, um, as always, we are going to get into the herb of the week as well as a free reading in the end for you guys. So let's get right to the topic. So, what is deity work? 
So deity work is a spiritual practice that involves working with deities or gods from various pantheons in order to establish a connection with them and to receive their guidance, their wisdom, and their blessings. So deity work can take many forms, including meditation, prayer, offerings, rituals, and of course, other devotional practices. Um, quick side note, um, you do not have to work with deities if you're a witch, but, you know, don't feel forced by any means to, you know, to work with deities. Only, like, if you want to and if you're interested, then go with it, but you don't have to feel forced to do it. So the specific practices involved in deity work can widely vary from you know depending on your spiritual spiritual tradition um also your personal beliefs some people may work with a single deity or god while others may work with multiple deities from different pantheons so there is no set rule on how to do it i guess so deity work can also be you know focused on specific areas of life such as love prosperity or protection or it can just be very general all areas of life overall deity work is a way to connect with the divine and seek guidance and support in your spiritual journey can be for many people a very deeply meaningful and transformative practice for those who engage in it i'm sure you have a a little bit you know a few questions so Let me just start out maybe with some common questions that might come up. So how to choose a deity to work with. You can, for example, feel called to work with a deity. So as far as my research goes, it could be that at one point in your life, it kind of crystallizes that you want to work with this one deity. It might be that you feel super drawn to one specific deity or You might stumble across this deity over and over again. And it's just like, wow, I have to do it. It's just like you feel called to do it. Other people say, well, you do not have to be necessarily contacted by a deity. You know, you don't have to receive signs all the time. You can also start working with deities just out of interest and out of curiosity. Um, As I said, I do not have a lot of knowledge because I do not necessarily work with deities or I have like no experience with that but I do have my um my sources so there is an amazing youtuber um who I follow and she works with deities and her name is chaotic witch on you might know her so she said that you do not need to receive um a contact from a deity as I said it can rather also be that you feel subconsciously drawn towards a deity. So this also goes hand in hand with what I think mostly applies to spiritual practice, which is, you know, if you feel drawn to something, you know, just like some people ask themselves, like, am I a witch? And you feel drawn to witchcraft, you feel drawn to herbs, crystals, tarot astrology you name it then chances are it might be for you you know what i mean so second question is is it dangerous is there any danger (laughs) so i watched the video of chaotic witch hunt and according to her 
you will be able to distinguish if you are communicating with a demon or an entity or a deity. So therefore, um, what I would recommend to do is to research even more if you feel you need some extra protection. You can also, before you start your path, practice rituals, you know, for protection, um, 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 for grounding, for banishing. You could put up some wards in your home, some, some warding techniques would be nice. Like, just overall, whatever makes you feel secure. And I would say, just like with every topic or practice, um, just this rational thinking and researching, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to get into something, the first step is always research, and it's just think logical, do what you feel is appropriate, like, you know what I mean? Everybody's got their own ethics and viewpoints, and generally, I would suggest that if you are very much interested in the topic of deity work, I could recommend you The Norse Witch. So The Norse Witch is a YouTuber from Germany as well, and she does um, mainly um, topics about Norse mythology, but also deity work. So if you want to know more about this, check out her YouTube channel. And of course, as I said, Chaotic Witch Hunt, she has done a lot of basic um, like info videos for witches, but also a lot of deity work. So she might be the expert in this. Now, moving on to another topic. What are the ways that deity work works? So first thing, you could set up an altar for your deity. Altars for deities can contain, for example, um, statuary. So you can go ahead and find a statue representing the deity of your path. You can involve candles um, that are, you know, in colors associated with a deity. You could select a god or goddess candle. You can include natural symbols, handcrafted items, as well as offerings, which we will take a look at in the next section. So there are a lot of things you can include. And depending on the deity, there are always different symbols, you could say animals, symbols, colors, crystals, you know, just like with everything else, there are always correspondences. We love a good list of correspondences, guys. So what I would do, like, if you have a deity and you know that you want to work with this specific deity, just go ahead and research. What are the colors that are linked to this deity? What are the symbols, maybe foods, maybe offerings that the specific deity likes or prefers. And you will find tons and tons of information, I bet. There are also tons of books on this topic, so I will link as much material for you guys as I can in the um, show notes of the podcast episode, so you might research on your own if you want to further go into this topic. Let's go a little bit more into offerings because I think offerings are also a big part because offerings are kind of like, you could see it as a gift that is given to the deities as a form of showing respect and gratitude. And offerings are important part of many other religions, you know, and spiritual traditions. So not only deity work, but also other religions. So it's kind of like a basic foundation. 
In DD work, offerings are often used as a way to establish the relationship with the deity, um, to show respect and honor, to um, express gratitude. That much I understand. It's kind of like just with a friendship, the same thing. You kind of get to know each other. You introduce yourself, you get to know the other person, you get to know what are their strengths and weaknesses, maybe what are their quirks, the special things about this person. And then as your friendship evolves, you kind of have this give and take going where you you give something and then you also t receive something. So with offerings, it's the same thing. You, you give something to your deity or your deities, maybe you work with multiple, and in return to this, you also receive their blessings and, and their guidance, maybe if you need a question answered, maybe if you have a very difficult situation you need help in, and I personally do this with guardian angels, so I always communicate with angels and spirit guides, so I kind of know how it goes, minus the offering, so I don't often put up offerings because just I've never done it but I of course offer like other things so I would for example do something for nature or do something good for humanity you know just living in in a way that gives back to nature and the world and for this this is the way I thank my guardian angels for my blessings of course I also thank them in my I wouldn't necessarily call it prayer, but when I talk to them, so yeah, <laughs> everyone should do it in their own way, you know, there's no right or wrong way, and um, this is just a suggestion that I'm giving you if you want to start out. So food and drink. Um, offerings of food and drink are common in many traditions, and um, they can include something like water, fruit, and grains or even more elaborate meals or special delicious delicious items you know really research on the deity and look for what's recommended secondly incense and candles so burning incense or candles can be a great way to create a sacred atmosphere so it kind of also gives this sacred touch to it because it's a special place it's your place to connect with your deity it's a sacred um it can be a, a little corner in your room it doesn't have to be a big shrine but just lighting some incense some candles this will really honor the deity and show your respect flowers and herbs so as i said um every deity has specific flowers and different fruits vegetables herbs whatever linked to them so just um, maybe hand pick some flowers also flowers will often be used in rituals and ceremonies to kind of like symbolize beauty and purity and also healing so this can be a great way and a very in inexpensive way too if you maybe have a garden where you might even pick your own flowers that you grew Another way is objects. So offerings of objects, this could be many things, um, statues, symbols, talismans, um, can be used to represent the deity and also to create a physical connection. So you, you want to invoke this into the physical realm. So between 
like you, the recipient and the divine slash the deity, you can see this as a manifestation in the physical realm. And also, of course, something that you might not buy with money is um, simply acts of service. So, for example, some traditions may offer acts of service, such as volunteering or performing acts of kindness as a way to honor and serve the deity. As I said, you could volunteer in an animal shelter or you could, you know, do something for, for the environment, for the plants out there. And every deity has different sectors linked to them. So, as I said, I don't know too much, but some deities are more so linked to animals, to the animal kingdom. Some deities might find it better when you volunteer something with kids or, you know, there are some, there are so many, I wanted to say, there are so many ways. So just know that there are tons of things you can do just to recap and put it all together in one sentence. If you want to start out with deity work, if you feel drawn to it, chances are it's right for you. And the best way to start out with deity work is research and then taking small steps towards getting to know the deity. And if you have any further questions, I'm going to link as, much so as many sources as I can in the description box so you can always go back to this and maybe save it in your internet browser to always refer to your to this content or to the sources. Now let's jump over to the next section which is the herb of the week. Now, the herb of the week, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> it's kind of basic, but I love it. Mm, so, it is time for the herb of the week. So, if you're new here, just a quick side note. Every week, I present you the herb of the week, which I will portray. And then I talk a little bit more about the correspondences. So, today we are going basic. If you know me, you might already be aware of the fact that I love some good kitchen witchery or just working with the ingredients that you might find in the kitchen. So here is another one. Black pepper. Black pepper has been used for centuries in both culinary and medicinal contexts. And some cultures believe that it possesses magical properties as well. So in traditional traditional Indian and Ayurvedic medicine, black pepper is considered to have magical and healing properties, and it is used to treat a variety of ailments. So, you know, in some Indian cultures, it is even believed that black pepper can ward off evil spirits and protect against negative energies, and this makes it such an amazing ingredient. Nowadays, spices are relatively cheap and readily available. So, I mean, yeah, there were times where salt, pepper, sugar were so expensive. But look at it. Right now, we can access so many amazing spices in the grocery store. And with many of them, you can do a lot of magical and just wonderful workings. Let's take a closer look. 
So in hoodoo and other African-American magical traditions, black pepper is believed to have protective properties and is used in various spells and rituals. For example, sprinkling black pepper around your property or carrying it in a mojo bag is thought to protect against enemies and also toward of evil spirits. Black pepper is also sometimes used in love spells, as it is believed to help strengthen romantic relationships and increase sexual potency. Additionally, it is sometimes used in money spells, as it is believed to help attract wealth and prosperity. Add peppercorns to foods for breaking hexes and evil eye. Use it to enhance protection in spells and jars. Spice your black salt up using charcoal, salt, and pepper. Now, let's sum it up with the correspondences. So, of course, as I said, money and lust and love, as well as the major focus on protection, banishing, warding. So, everything that has to do with protection and shielding yourself from negative energy, as well as if the negative energy already has come into your life, to kind of like reverse the effects. So, kind of like turning, turning it around breaking the hex, you know, turning the evil eye away from you. So all kinds of great benefits as well as strength and courage and motivation. So if you are in a slug, if you just are not motivated, if you can't get out of your rut, I would suggest to really use a spell with hot ingredients. So chili, you know, chili is also used to ward off, but it can also be for motivation, ginger, you know, everything that's very much linked to Mars, so, and black pepper is also linked to Mars, and we are in Aries season, so it's actually perfect. Well, at the time I'm recording this, we are in Aries season. I think at the time that it's dropping, it's going to be Taurus season, but you know what I mean. So everything that's linked to fire is always amazing for this just bringing more courage, bringing more motivation, getting you out of your, you know, out of your rut. Sometimes we are all in this unmotivated phase in our lives. And, you know, even though I'm very motivated, I also am, it's an up and down. And sometimes I use spells and magic just to bring a little bit more spice into my life. And, you know, this extra power that we need from time to time. Now, guys, Let's get to the next section of the reading. So, my dear witches, now we have come to the part where I usually do my reading. But um, before I do this, I have a quick announcement. So, as you might know, I'm currently working in a 9-to-5 corporate job, and I really want to make this, like teaching witchcraft, being a tarot reader, my main job. So, this being said, this podcast is self-produced, and so far, I do not have any sponsors whatsoever. It takes a lot of time to research, you know. And um, I would like you to, I, I would like to invite you to my Patreon. 
So on my Patreon, you will receive a bunch of exclusive content from downloadable pages for your grimoire to a tarot course. So really learning tarot from the get-go. So really everything you need to know, how to read it, the meanings of the cards, everything. I've poured my heart and soul into it, as well as just amazing, cool things. My personal spells and rituals for you to download, guidance and help from me, one-on-one sessions, tarot reading. So there's a really a rainbow of things waiting for you there. And it starts with the amount of buying me a cup of coffee a month, and it helps me really out a ton. It means the world to me, and I really hope that you're going to find some amazing content there, which is also going to help you in your spiritual and witchy journey. So the link to my Patreon is as follows. It's patreon.com slash thewitcheshunt. That is patreon.com slash thewitcheshunt. So without further ado... Let's get to the reading of the week. Okay, so there's something really new. As you might know, if you take my course on Patreon, um, well, I have bought a new deck because it is the universal deck. It's one of the major decks, you could say. There, There are many decks out there on the market, but there are only a few decks that are considered like the main decks or the classic decks. One of them is, of course, the original tarot deck by Arthur Edward Waite and Pamela Coleman-Smith. And yeah, it's the also called <laughs> the Rider-Waite deck, so because of the, you know, the creator, Mr. Waite. I don't know too much about him, and for, to put it really honest, guys, I've never really worked with that deck. I was kind of curious because I've learned to read tarot, and I still am reading tarot using the Alistair Crowley deck, and I really love this deck. It's it's just indescribably good. <laughs> But still, I am very open to try new things, and It's been also really helpful to study the Mater Arcana to just kind of get the meanings into my head. So I thought, yeah, why not do this? Why not use this deck today? So that's what I did. I did a kind of like three card spread. So it's kind of past, pre present, moment, and future outlook. So yeah, it's interesting. I still have to get used to it. So bear with me on this. We have, ooh, that was the card. I hope that wasn't too loud. So, um, as I said, um, if you feel <laughs> that this reading uh, might be a little weird, then it's because I haven't used the deck before and I might be a little confused. So, we have the Four of Wands. So, the Four of Wands, generally speaking, four is always dealing with foundations. We have four, just like the four corners in a, in a building. You kind of like are on this path of building. So generally speaking, I would really say that it can be both ways. It can be either building this kind of homey, stable home, like a stable, really a stable, protective home, like a shell <laughs> where you just know I belong there. Maybe you even think about moving or buying a new house but also mentally. So I think 
you know, as within, so without, you know, that's just like the law. It's what happens outside is mostly also inside and vice versa. So many of you guys are on this path of developing a strength inside and a comfort and foundation inside, which now when we move on to the next card, which is the Ten of Pentacles, leads to establishing really an amazing outlook on finances. By the way you live right now or just think about your future, you kind of really think about the future and what it could be like, you know, what you could make out of your life. And there might even be not only like this money that's coming from outside but also inheritance on the horizon who knows so you might receive un like unexpected financial blessings that come your way where you just you didn't really expect it but then it happens kind of it's it's also really an amazing card because of it's the ten of pentacles it's an accumulation of wealth and Currently, you're in this homey energy. <laughs> what I want to say with this is like thinking a lot about security. Kind of like cancer, kind of like the sign of cancer. Cancer is very homey, very nurturing. So you want to nurture yourself, but also the people around you. So you want to build, really build a stable foundation. Everybody has different values when it comes to what they think is stable. So this being said... I want to invite you to really get into your mind, fellas, again, and think really about what gives me stability, what do I need in my life to feel stable, and also with the Three of Cups, we have a sort of a, I see this two ways as well, could indicate a collaboration on the business side for all you business owners so there could be people joining your life who you greatly benefit from could be something like you join forces with somebody in your niche or you find someone who supports your business idea or just also the reconnection with friends so there is an emphasis in the next couple of yeah, a couple of weeks and also months to um, build a stable foundation in your life financially. So not only thinking about, okay, how I'm going to like, I don't know, save up like 50 bucks this month to put aside in my emergency fund, but also thinking a step ahead and thinking of how do I want to live later in life? How do I want to live in my retirement, etc. As well as an emphasis on friends and family like this that, so that your social life with all the responsibility you have your social life should not be neglected so this is kind of like the vibe that I'm getting here but don't worry don't worry too hard like it's not it's not a, a um it's not a spread that should shake you up and make you worried there are amazing blessings on their way and I'm really happy about this, this is a great great reading today so guys, that was it from me <laughs> from today for today. And um, I'm really thankful and really beyond blessed for all of you guys who supported me and still support me on Patreon. Thanks to my patrons. I love you so much. You cannot even, you cannot even like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm getting 
sentimental because I really took the leap of faith to um like go down with my work hours which means I am now you know having a third less a month which is tight it's a tight budget so every even if it's just a dollar counts a lot and really helps me also to put more time into this whole thing because let's be honest I mean YouTube is I guess it's like 15 hour a week job and then you have the podcast with like maybe five hours a week so there's always coming more and more on top and not to say that I don't love it but everybody who's been through this whole thing knows that it's it's a lot to handle and I'm just very grateful and the best thing is always for me is when you guys say that I don't know you enjoy my videos or I could like maybe teach you something or explain something that you haven't known before and or that a spell worked really well for you so these are the moments that I live for and that I am really feeling that what I do is just the right thing in the end I want people to benefit from it so that's my biggest goal and it's it's just so heartwarming so thank you so much <laughs> okay so enough with the rambling you know the deal guys I wish you a wonderful week ahead for all of you who want to see more, just jump on over to YouTube at Cedar Moon and you can see weekly videos. I try to post two to three times a week. Yes, three times. It's it's kind of tough, but I want to make it cool and I want to make it like versatile for you. So just let me know how you like my readings, my spells. I'm going to put a lot of great stuff up there and also some questionnaires where you can submit your own topic ideas. So it's going to be super fun and Maybe we're even going to have some live streams. Who knows? So check this out. I'd be really happy. So now, without rambling on and on for hours, I wish you a wonderful week. Remember to always listen to your intuition because magic lives in all of us. Blessed be.